Hey everybody, I'm Dr. Lauren Hungler, naturopathic doctor and creator of the Healthy AF Mom Show, the show that helps tired millennial moms regain control of their energy, banish their bloat, live a little greener and a little cleaner, and understand their post-birth bods and more. In this perfectly bite-sized episode, you're going to learn one is 10 different categories that can be affecting your energy. Number two, we're going to look at over 30 reasons why your energy might be low. And number three is looking at triaging out some of these symptoms to figure out the why behind your energy. If you'd like to go deeper on this topic, I really invite you to grab my free meet and greet call. I treat women from all across Ontario, and this is the best way to get a really in-depth view and clear idea on what's going on in your health. You can grab the link below in my show notes. And before we dive into today's episode, I'd love for you to hit that subscribe button, either in iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review. So fatigue or the experience of feeling tired is one of the most common reasons that women come into my office. Have you ever noticed yourself saying like, oh, I just feel so tired or you've been drinking three or four cups of coffee to like get you through the day? or that your energy just crashes mid-afternoon and you need like a pastry as like a pick-me-up, or that you just don't feel like yourself, like you don't have the vibrance and the vitality to make it through your life. These are some of the really common statements that I hear from women all the time. And the tricky part as a clinician is that there's so many reasons why you might be feeling tired. But what really like drives me up the wall is when I hear people say like, oh, well, I was just told like, I'm just mom tired, or I'm just tired because I'm getting older. Or I'm just tired from my life. And like to these reasons, I say bullshit, right? There are lots of valid reasons about why you might be feeling fatigued, why you might be feeling tired and exhausted. And we shouldn't just be gaslighting you as a woman and saying like, oh, you're a woman, you're a mom, you're tired, live with it, right? Like that's just, it's not fair. And I think we need to do a better job at helping women to assess why they feel tired. So what I thought we could do today is that we're going to go through 10 different categories and probably 30 to 40 reasons about why you might be feeling tired. And so it should give us this bigger bird's eye view and this like kind of up into the clouds experience where we can kind of look down at your health and say like, look at all these factors and impacts that could affect your energy levels. And where do we need to do a little bit more deep diving? Where do we need to do a bit more digging and do some lab work or do some you know, triaging of symptoms to figure out like what is actually going on for you and how can we get you feeling healthy AF. So today's episode is a beefy one. We will likely go into deeper dives into each of these areas and tease them out um, significantly more. But what I want to do today is like really hang out up in the clouds with me, looking at all the areas that can impact energy so that we can help to support you and start figuring out your why. Also on today's episode, I was doing, trying to do something a little bit more fun. So we have a bit of an interactive part. If you're listening to me on podcast, totally cool. You can stay there. If you want to come do something more fun, a little bit more interactive, um, come hang over out on YouTube. I've got a little bit of a mind map to show you. So let's dive in. So I'm sure you're thinking like, oh, I wonder where she's going to start. And obviously I'm going to start at your diet, right? So when it comes to our diet, there are really important implications here, right? What you eat affects how you feel. Like get out of town. Um, Obviously, making sure that we're having really nutrient-dense foods is going to be really important. 
right? So having nutrient-dense foods, um, if we're higher and lower quality foods, we're going to have a problem. We're not going to get the vitamins, the minerals. You're not going to get the antioxidants and phytonutrients that we need to like really drive energy for our body. So making sure we have nutrient-dense foods is going to be really important. We also want to be really mindful of keeping our inflammatory, keeping inflammatory oils low. So that's going to be those things that are going to be like corn oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil. Um, they cause a lot of inflammation in the body and really can wreak havoc. And so if your body is going to be over there working on the fires, reducing inflammation, it takes a lot of energy to do that. And so you're going to feel tired, you're going to feel fatigued, um, and it causes other ramifications in the digestive system. So keeping our inflammatory oils low is really important. Making sure we're getting um, less processed foods in our diet, right? And then looking at things like making sure our macros are balanced. So that's going to be that protein, fiber, and fat equation for me, right? So making sure that we're getting enough protein and fiber and fat to help modulate blood sugar levels, to help keep your energy and your mood and your hormones the happiest they can be. If our um, if our carbohydrate load starts to get really, really high, our body's not a big fan of that, um, as well as protein, fat, and fiber are what's going to slow the release of sugar into your blood so it makes your energy more consistent and more sustained throughout the day. When I work with women and when we just even like tweak their diet, so we're not talking about a 100% overhaul, we're just talking about like how can we like you know, improve it a smidge. Um, making sure you're getting protein adequacy is like number one on my list always. And lots of women will notice like 20 to 30% uptick in their energy when we start to support their their macros and when they start eating more appropriately and more higher based protein, fat, and fiber, you can get a real game changer when it comes to energy there. So that's going to be kind of some of our dietary considerations. Next, we're going to go into hydration. And a lot of the time when people think about hydration, they always think about like keeping skin beautiful and healthy. And like as much as I think that that is true and I love skin, you also want to think about your hydration status as like your super highway. And so your super highway is how you move nutrients around the body, right? That's how we move energy, how we move nutrition, nutrition to the cells. That's how we move hormones throughout the body is going to be through our bloodstream and through our hydration status. So dehydration um, can cause low energy even by itself. And then in my opinion, if we're not moving nutrition around the body efficiently and effectively, you're going to have a low energy state as well. Exercise also fits in here. So with exercise, we also want to be really mindful of like just movement and play. We get better endorphins. We get um, some like a dopamine hit we get like to just feel good lots of us when we exercise and when we create movement and play within our life most of us will start to feel a little bit better in the energy department alone so next we're going to get into is detoxification so detoxification we talked about it in episode two as well so if you haven't listened to the episode i highly recommend going back and checking it out we talk about the five simple things you can add in to um, support your daily detoxification pathways but with detoxification, we just want to make sure we're increasing our toxin removal, right? We want to make sure that anything our body is taking in from the environment, the air, your food, your water, your um, your hair care products, our personal care products, our uh, cleaning products and things like that. It's a chemical load. It's a burden on our body. And so we have evolved to get rid of it. And so your liver works really hard at it, making sure we're getting it out through our urine and through our poo, but we like patch it up and then we remove it from our body. 
if you're not removing it, those things don't just disappear. Your body just has to find somewhere to put it. And so when we start storing it away for a rainy day, we can have issues in regards to it interferes with energy production, can interfere with uh, your mitochondria and your cellular metabolism. And so we want to be really mindful that we're increasing our toxin removal and getting things out, um, making sure we're having regular BMs, right? So making sure we're getting things out through our stools as well as through our urine. And so hydration fits into there as well too, because we want to make sure we're getting enough pee out so that we're getting any of those water-soluble toxins. We want to make sure we're getting those out as well. So that's our detoxification. We want to make sure that those things are humming on all cylinders so that we're getting all that junk out of our body. We don't need to keep it. We just package it up and we try to remove it. We want to make sure we get it out of the body. Next, we're going to go into is digestion. And so with digestion, it's one of my favorite places to start. And so digestion, we want to really think about like your diet is only as good as what you can absorb. So we want to be really mindful about how we're breaking food down. So we want to break food down and then we want to also be able to absorb it. So when we think about absorption, it's like, okay, if we break all these foods down and then we absorb them into the body, then we can actually absorb all the nutrients and minerals that we're really focused on getting into the body. So breaking down and absorbing food is really important. If we've got things like leaky gut at play. So leaky gut is going to be more of that like inflammatory concern. Maybe you're having a reaction to medications in your diet. Maybe you're having a reaction to foods. Maybe it's um, your microbiome is off, right? Any of these things can affect the immune system as well and can create havoc in the digestive system where we start reducing our ability to digest and to absorb all of the good stuff that we're trying to break down appropriately. The other consideration in digestion is something where we're looking at infections. So if we've got H. pylori in the stomach, if we've got some yeast happening, if we've got opportunistic bacteria that haven't been kept in check, all of these will have an impact on your energy. And if your digestion is not running up to snuff and you're feeling like it's just it's sluggish or maybe the opposite way, like we're feeling more constipation or we're on the opposite end of the spectrum where we're having more diarrhea, all of these things are going to impact your energy in a negative way. So after digestion, now we're going to get into nutrient and mineral status right? So just as we talked about, if we are not breaking foods down, if we are not absorbing them, then we usually have an outcome on the other side where now we've got issues with, are we absorbing anything and do we have nutrient mineral deficiencies? So what's your iron status? What's your B12? What's your vitamin D? Where's our magnesium? Where's our selenium? Where's our zinc? All of these nutrients and minerals have have their little fingers in the state of energy. So making sure we know like what are they? What is your what is your status in any of these? Because they will they will impact your energy levels as well. So doing a panel, doing some blood work, having an analysis done of looking at your nutrient and mineral profiles is also really important for your energy status. Now we're going to hop into sleep. So sleep is going to be one of those places where it's a it's a tricky one because lots of time it's also habits in there too. So it's trying to like suss out is there a problem or is it a lot of habits that are that we've curated for ourselves. So sleep is looking at like quantity. So are you getting enough sleep? Where sometimes as parents, and if you listen to episode three of the podcast, um, quantity of sleep is really important. So if you're staying up late or watching Netflix because that's your only you time and we're not getting enough sleep, that's obviously going to impact your energy levels. We also have quality of sleep, right? So like, yes, you get to sleep, but are you getting into deep REM sleep or are you coming out and not getting any deep 
quality, good quality sleep? Um, are we busy running through our triage of lists we need to do the next day? Or are we having busy brain about what we need to get done, right? So your sleep quantity and sleep quality can be really important. We also want to think about sleep apnea here. So are we having issues where we're not getting enough oxygen into our body and into our brain? At night, sleep apnea can be a really important one just to make sure that we're ruling that out for you. Hormone changes can be another one. So if we're having issues with perimenopause or menopause is a concern and you're starting to have these fluctuations in hormones that are creating hot flashes or poor sleep, that can be at play. And then we've got stress as well, because when we're stressed and overwhelmed, we're going to produce more cortisol, which has an impact on your melatonin. And so then we start to have issues with your circadian rhythm. And so we can have sleep disorders and sleep issues as a result there. So sleep is a really important one. And I think all of us can say when we had a crappy night's sleep, the next day, our energy sucks. We're snappy. We're probably moody. We're probably reaching for the bag of Doritos because usually we want more sugar and more salt to get us through the day and grabbing more coffee. So making sure we're getting good quality and good quantity of sleep is really important to your energy status. Now we're going to hop over into hormones. And so usually this is where everyone wants to start. But as you can see, we have a lot of other pieces before we even get to hormones. But when we look at hormones, you've also got your thyroid, right? So your thyroid hormones are going to be important in your metabolic control. So they set your, your basal metabolic rate. They're important in skin hair, nail growth. We also know that like one of the key symptoms of hypothyroidism is fatigue. So tiredness is like a symptom of being of like low thyroid function as well. We also know that Hashimoto's, which happens to one in eight women can cause low energy states. And I would say as a medical community, we don't assess that very well, but in the naturopathic and functional medicine community, we do it very well. Uh, we tend to screen a lot for thyroid dysfunction and thyroid concerns, especially for women. So making sure your thyroid is up to snuff. If energy, obviously, if we're feeling low energy, making sure that hormone and that hormone screen is done. We can also look at your adrenals. So your adrenals are going to be our stress response gland. So if we've been running at the go, go, go state for long periods of time, our body is not a fan of this. And so we can start to see low energy as a result there as well. Our metabolic hormones are going to also be important here as well. So this is when we're looking at things like blood sugar and blood sugar balance. So when we think about insulin, and its impact. So if we've got an issue with elevated fasting insulin levels and elevated fasting glucose levels, yes, there might be lots of sugar and lots of energy to use, but your body can't absorb it, which is a really big problem. And so metabolic hormones obviously need to be here. And if you're having issues where you're really tired after you eat, that would be something that you definitely would want assessed. And then sex hormones here again. So if we're going through menopause or perimenopause, energy levels can shift and change as those hormones change. We can also see it when we look at PMS as well. And so it's not that we always need to do hormone profiles there to know exactly what's going on. Sometimes we can triage through symptom base, um, but it's also important to know like, is that something that's at play for you? And so now we're going to go up and into immunity. And so with your immune system, we can have issues where we're having overfunctioning or underfunctioning. And so overfunctioning, we're going to think of like autoimmunity, right? We're going to think of those places where we've got RA, lupus, um, celiac, um, psoriasis, graves, type 1 diabetes. All of these have that like autoimmunity and immune system on overdrive, Um capacity. And so one of a shining feature of autoimmune condition is this like unrelenting experience of fatigue. Histamine intolerance, I've also seen really low energy levels with that. 
and having an issue there. Um, the other immune system places like where the immune system might be like under functioning. So here I think about places where like chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, um, even Lyme a little bit where like the body isn't responding appropriately or hasn't rid itself of a chronic infection appropriately. Um, all of these places we're going to see um, concerns where you're just feeling tired all the time. And then finally, we're going to move over into cellular metabolism, which sometimes people don't really think about. So cellular metabolism is starting to look at how are how is your body making energy, right? These are your mitochondria. Your mitochondria are going to be your powerhouse cells where you produce like tons of energy from. And so if your mitochondria aren't functioning well, or if we have a toxin overload or some hormone issues, um, your mitochondria just don't make energy as well as they, as they should. So oxidative stress, excess inflammation can affect here. Diet can affect this as well. Um, we can start to see issues that you just don't make ATP or you don't make energy appropriately. And so cellular metabolism can fit into this as well. And so low energy states, again, we want to be really mindful that those that those are being assessed, that there's not a problem with like how you're actually producing energy for your body. So now we can see that when we look at your energy, we have all these different components that can be fitting into why you are feeling tired, right? We've got diet, we've got hydration, exercise, detoxification status, um, digestion, nutrient mineral status. We've got sleep. We have hormones. We have your immune system. And then we have cellular metabolism. And I would think I would even put in here and want you to drag down here would be like time in nature. Sometimes we don't think about nature as, as a component, but when we're not out in nature, when we're not feeling grounded, this can be a component to, to fatigue as well. And so with all of these pieces, we can start to see that like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of components to energy. It's not just like I'm tired, it must just be my diet. I'm like, yeah, your your diet probably could be could be an issue. But we can also see that like maybe it's your diet and we've got some low nutrient status and your sleep sucks and maybe your thyroid is underfunctioning. And so it's looking at at energy as this like multifaceted and multi um multi-impact symptom. It's not just like one thing and it usually isn't for most people. So what I want your biggest take home today is that there's so many factors and features that impact your energy. So if it's something where, you know, you've been on the pill for 10 years, maybe we've got some nutrient and mineral um, deficiencies. Maybe we've got some hormone changes. Maybe we've got some chronic medication use that's mucked up your microbiome and your digestive capacity. All those things could be at play. Or if it's something where your thyroid is underfunctioning, one in eight women are diagnosed with Hashimoto's all the time. And so like, is that why you're feeling fatigued? Do we have something like an autoimmune and a thyroid hormone concern at play? And if it's something where, you know, you are just tired from life and I will give that like, maybe that could be it. I would say like, well, then we need to look at your, your state of burnout. Is there something else at play here? Are your adrenals just overworked? Is your body in a state of depletion and we need to kind of like bolster you back up? It's not that there's nothing going on and that we can do something to support you. And so that is my really big take home here today. So what are your next steps, right? It's like, okay, I have all this information. I know maybe there's a bunch of different reasons why I might be flipping tired. What I would say is like go through some of these key areas and try and triage and see like maybe starting at your diet, right? Starting at sleep, starting at, at just a, some simple movement in play. See how you feel. Or even better yet, this is my job, right? Is that I take patients and we kind of 
do your health audit and figure out where think where you're at and where we need to support your body, your hormones, your diet, your sleep. And that's where my healthy AF method really fits in really nicely is that I do a deep individualized treatment plan for all my patients to make sure that we're assessing energy from all these different capacities because it is so huge. And so it can feel really overwhelming to tackle it all by yourself. If you want support, feel free, reach out. I do have a free meet and greet that we can like chat, have an understanding of where you're at, what you're feeling, and then where we can help to support you and get you feeling healthy AF. Yay. You made it to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and to leave a review. And if you felt inspired by anything you heard today, I'd love to share with you a few ways to get started to feel like a healthy AF mom. So in the show notes below, I've left links to some of my favorite challenges. There's a five-day slay all-day smoothie challenge, a get hella hydrated challenge, and a know your labs challenge. All amazing ways that you can get started to feel like your epic version of yourself today. I also have an awesome coupon code. It's HEALTHYAF15, all caps, and that's a 15% off discount to my 14-day body reboot. Again, it's linked in the show notes below. And finally, I love to get social. So if you wanted to follow me or leave me a comment or review, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok at dr.lauren.nd. I'll see you there.